my God. <laughs> Son of a bitch. I don't even know where to start. This is basically where's Waldo. Where do you begin? So many things to cover today, and so that's what we're going to do. We're going to break this down. We're going to break down the loss to the Bears week one. I felt like I was watching Disney's rendition of Pocahontas. John Smith gets on a boat. Pocahontas stands on a cliff somewhere. Boat sails back to England. Pocahontas doesn't get the love of her life. He doesn't get the love of his life. And uh, hey, happy day. We lost. <laughs> we lost. And it's that simple. So let's break it down. We're going to come at this from two different ways. One with some pros that we can take away from such a disturbing loss yesterday and some cons uh, to look at to help better us for the future. So let's break it down. Let's talk some lines. The main topics uh, regarding the cons that we're going to talk about today are number one, uh, the sloppiness of the game as a whole. It was uh, sloppy. Number two, the injuries and you got it, ejection. And finally, this strange, same old Lions we can't close the fourth quarter mentality. As for the limited pros from the game, we'll talk about AP's performance, talk about the O-line, and finally, we sure do know how to lead a game in the fourth quarter. So let's break it down. I don't know about you, but I expected some sort of sloppiness. I expected it to be a little rusty. You know what I'm saying? Maybe a couple miscommunications, some throws that weren't quite there, maybe a fumble. I was shocked, truly, by how sloppy both the Lions and the Bears were. That game, the first half, was horrendous. It just kind of it, it blew my mind. I was like, you know what? I know that the no preseason, I know that... The limited offseason is going to, you know, show. It's going to show. But I didn't think it would be the only colors showing. I mean, let's talk about it. Quintus Cephas, man, he dropped some balls, some vital, vital catches in the first quarter. We have uh, the defense dropping two pickable balls, which one at least would have resulted in a pick six. Now, the one that Justin Coleman lost... I have never seen a ball so easy to catch in all my days. And it was the classic. He was already looking where he was going to run by the time that the ball hit his hands in like a, it was like a, like a baby Jesus rockabye manger cradle scene. Like it looked like the Lion King. Like somebody could have picked up that little cub, Rafiki standing there holding it up. A lot of Disney references today. And I'm just like, oh. Then the next one, uh, Mitch Trubisky getting pressured near the goal line, throws the ball, hits his hands right through. And don't get me wrong, that's a tough one because when you think about how close they were to each other. Now, granted, Trubisky kind of lofted that ball, so it was very pickable. But because of the distance, right through the hands. Had he come down with that, pick six. Nobody was catching him. There's some classic miscommunication. Stafford overthrowing a couple balls. One ball that should have been picked uh, by the defense. Another ball that was picked in under three minutes left in the game, which definitely put the nail in the coffin. Our coffin this week was made up of multiple nails. 
Stafford getting sacked, moving us back like 17 yards. So Prater has to kick a 55-yard field goal, shanks it off the pole, which was like, hey, man, I didn't expect that. Prater's usually good for it. And so seeing that was like, it, it was the momentum shift. The sloppiness just kept happening and going down. And finally, DeAndre Swift's dropped ball in the end zone with 11 seconds left. We'll get to that. So really, we're looking at just a lot of sloppiness. Just It looked like we had no preseason. And uh, we had no preseason. So yeah, we really showed up in that, <laughs> in that regard. Now look, Mitch Trubisky, quarters one through three, was god-awful. He looked like a wet noodle out there. And the moment we were able to put pressure on him, the guy's throwing it to nobody. He's throwing it in the dirt. He's throwing it into our guy's hands, and we can't pick it. And so... Don't get me wrong, we showed up in the third quarter and then we shut down in the fourth when Mitch showed up when it mattered. So I got to hand it to him. Guy showed up in the fourth quarter, scored, what, 21 points? And the Bears, they should be thankful. They didn't. Matt Nagy, he made the right choice, kept Mitch in there. And uh, as our defense hit our demise, Mitch Trubisky really surprised us, really surprised me. Finally, in that sloppy disaster uh, in the fourth quarter, we played so conservatively. For some reason, like in the, in the third quarter, we're getting aggressive. We're making these big plays downfield, looking good. Fourth quarter comes, and the mentality switches, and our coordinators start calling these plays that put us on the defensive, right? To me, I'm like, stick the sword deeper. Take that, take that knife, dig it deeper, get aggressive, and win the game. Don't play trying not to lose. That's what we did. We tried not to lose, and we did. Uh, moving on from there, let's get into the injuries. Obviously, we had all these injuries pre-game that we knew about. Galladay. That you see the effect that it had. Because where was Marvin Jones? We only see him get the ball a couple times throughout the game for not that many yards. And so, Galladay not being there, tremendous effect negatively. There was no deep threat. There was just no deep threat. And then, really, Marvin Jones would have been open a ton more, and he wasn't. So now we're trying to look. You know, you see Stafford. He throws a Cephas twice that we watch him drop it. You know, he, there was a couple more that he threw that Cephas caught, but too many that were dropped. He had to look for Hawkinson a little bit more, which our tight ends, they played a good game yesterday. Hawkinson showed up. Thank God he showed up because we needed it. You know, there were some weird ones through to carry on to the right, which that was a – Tough throw, but it was like a little screen pass that we dropped. The injury of Kenny Galladay had a greater effect than I really anticipated it having. Uh, Danny Amendola was in, but you can see he was kind of limited, uh, but he did make some big plays for us, huge plays for us. Holy cow, the cornerback situation yesterday. Jeff Akuda's hurt pregame. Then we get into the game, Desmond Trufant gets hurt. Then Justin Coleman gets hurt. Injuries out the wazoo. We're playing with all these backup cornerbacks. Now, I do not blame the loss on that because you're professional athletes, and they're, and they're good. Obviously, we, we did a good job. It was really stopping the run game that we struggled with the most. So we're running with all these backup corners. Trey Flowers got taken out early. He ends up coming back, but it was enough that the momentum starts shifting. And then there's Jamie Motherloving Collins. 
Jones, who decided, hey, I'm going to playfully take my head, headbutt it into the ref to show him what somebody did to me, forgetting maybe it was like no crowd was there. <laughs> and so, like, he just forgot you can't make contact with the ref. And then, like, there he is smiling, smiling. Next thing you know, man, he looked pissed on the sideline. He gets taken out of the game, ejected. And it was so many hamstring injuries, which makes sense. I don't know if these boys weren't drinking water or what, but the momentum just started dropping. And that helped seal the fate. Now, at this point, I just want to have an honest conversation with you. Drop your thoughts in the comments because I respect the hell out of you what you guys think as well. So let me know what you think. These are just my thoughts. Con number three, it's this mentality. It's a two-sided coin. Side number one, the mentality is same old Lions or Lions can't close the fourth quarter. Humor me, two-sided coin. That's one side. One side of the coin is same old Lions. Can't win. Lions suck. Can't close the fourth quarter. And then writing off the other 15 games after game one, which we were up. 17 points in the fourth quarter, and we didn't close. So I'm not disagreeing with you. What I'm saying is it's a two-sided coin. That's side number one. We can't close. The season's over. Side number two, and if you disagree with me, just humor me here for one minute. Throw one minute on the clock and humor me. We can't close, but we have a good enough team that can learn to. We have the right pieces. We are a good enough team. And why? Because we can lead in the fourth quarter. So how do we learn how to close? I look at it and people are like, oh, you know, side number one, we suck, we suck. No, 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 I disagree. I think we're a good team. I think we have the right pieces. We have the right pieces enough that last year, seven times, we're leading in the fourth quarter. And this year, game one, leading by 17 in the fourth quarter. That's a good team. So what do we have to do to get over this hump and win and to close it and to prove the naysayers wrong? People keep saying same old Lions, but it's a different team. It's a different defense. It's a different defensive coordinator. It's a different schedule. It's a different year. It's a different mentality. It's a different record. It's easy to be negative. It is. That's just life. It's easy to be negative about anything and everything if you really want to. The glass is either half empty or it's half full. Now, you might disagree, but I look at this and I see a good team. I see a good team on paper and I see a good team going into the fourth quarter. Yes, yesterday was sloppy. We've already established that. But I see the right pieces. I see a team that's coming together and actually buying into a different culture. So, where it's easy to be negative and just say, same old Lions, I look at it and I say, no, we can't close. Stats prove it. We can't close. But how can we? We got the right pieces. I think it's all in the mental headspace. Man, sports are such a mental game. If you could be in the right headspace and mentally go into that fourth quarter, this is how, this is how good teams win. They might be down in the fourth quarter, but they look and they say, oh, we got this. We could do this. Why is Aaron Rodgers the way he is? Man, because he believes in himself and he believes in his team and he's like, I want to win and we're going to win. Why do the Lions lose in the fourth quarter? Because we get in there and we go, oh, shit. it's the fourth quarter. This is where we lose. If that is your mentality going into the fourth quarter, you will lose. It's as simple as that. If that is your mental headspace, you can't win. And when all the fans and all the naysayers and everybody out there and every analyst is saying they can't close, 
you're going to start to believe it too if you're on that team. Therein lies the issue. It's a mental game. We can lead going up by 17 in the fourth, and we can blow it because our boys in Honolulu Blue believe they can blow it. Shoot, because let's be clear, I'm the same way. I'm in there, and I'm watching, and it's the third quarter, and we're up as much as we are, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm feeling good. And then it strikes me, and I'm like, oh, my God, the fourth quarter's coming. And if that's the mentality of me as a fan, what is it of the players? To me, I'm encouraged. I look and I see a team that has the right pieces to be winning these games. It's just a matter of that positivity and saying, we got to get in the right mental headspace to kill it. To kill that fourth quarter because you should not lose when you're up 23 to 6 with 15 minutes left. Thank you for humoring me. <laughs> Let's pop over to the pros of the game. Number one, AP. Damn, Adrian Peterson still got it, and I am thankful we have brought him here to Detroit. He had like 92 rushing yards in that game. I'm proud of him. And honestly, I'm really happy for him. It was good to see him be able to do that. Uh, it was exciting. There was fire. So I am thankful that we picked up AP. And if you watch his post-game press conference, you can see the head on his shoulders, man. He's smart. He's wise. He's been in the league for as long as he has, and he has so much to offer to both carry on and DeAndre Swift, especially after DeAndre Swift exits that game, dropping a game-winning pass in the end zone. That's huge. That's huge for a young guy, especially something like what happened to DeAndre Swift in the last 11 seconds of the game. So AP, huge pro. Pro number two, O-line. I was actually really proud of the O-line. I think the O-line did an excellent job. You look at how much they protected Stafford. Yeah, there were a couple debacles, Stafford getting sacked, losing 17 yards in which we missed the field goal because we were put at 55. It was a 55-yard field goal for Prater. And yeah, there were some like weird ones where uh, he had to scramble out of the pocket or kind of move up and through it. But all in all, there were some weird play calls, but the O-line did their job and they did it well. They did excellent, especially without Vitae. I couldn't believe it. I, I thought that we were going to get rushed a lot more. I thought Stafford was going to get sacked a couple times more than he was. Uh, but the O-line did their job, so that was a pro. Third and final, we know how to lead a game going into the fourth quarter. Look, again, I think that's a pro. If we can learn how to close it, hell, we're going to be a great team. But as for now, I'll say this, a pro going into this is, at least we're starting off the season leading in the fourth quarter. Let's just close it. That's all. That's all. Man, if we're leading this many games, if we can figure out how to close it, we're NFC North Championship bound. Let's freaking close a game. Last thing I got to say about this game is uh, let's talk about DeAndre Swift real quick and that final play. Here are my two cents regarding it. It was devastating. It was devastating for me. It was devastating for you as a Lions fan. It was devastating for Stafford. It was devastating for the entire team, for our city, and most of all for DeAndre Swift. Poor rookie going in there with 11 seconds left, dropping the ball in the end zone. Easy catch. Devastating. I'm talking like I jumped up with my boys. We're yelling, going nuts. Next thing I know, one hay second later, ball's on the ground. I'm lying on the ground, and I had like actual puke in my throat. I almost threw up everywhere. 
I literally was on the ground with vomit in my throat, and I was like, what the mother-loving f- just happened? And to know that every other Lions fan across the country that was watching was probably feeling the same thing, devastating. And poor DeAndre Swift, man. You think that he's even thinking about his first rushing touchdown in the NFL? No. I bet he hasn't thought twice about that since that drop ball. I bet he's sitting there thinking over and over again. Because if I'm lying in bed thinking over and over again before going to sleep about that drop ball, I have a feeling Swift is too. And all we can hope is that he comes back hungry. That he comes back and he's not thinking about that next week in Lambeau. Because we need our boys... We need Swift, we need Stafford, we need Flowers, we need Galladay. We need everybody coming back next week hungry for the W. Because if anybody is still thinking about this loss to the Bears next Sunday, we don't stand a chance. Everybody has to get out of this game mentally and say, yeah, we lost. There's an L on the board. Now we focus on next week. Now we focus on Green Bay. My prediction was that we were going to beat the Bears and that we'd be riding into this next week on a huge W, which it should have been. It really should have been, and it wasn't. Did not go our way. We didn't close. So we have to get into the correct mental headspace to battle against Green Bay this week in Lambeau. Thank you for subscribing. For all your Detroit Lions updates, news, thoughts, Pre-game, post-game analysis. Let's shake this L. Get ready for W and Lambo. Let's go Lions.